Oh, hey. thank you, Sean. I was clearing my throat from the. You know, I like to kind of catch you off guard. The so demons, uh... aka the the lack of health I've been experiencing for the past yeah, three months. So have but, you been? No, you haven't been unemployed for three months. I've been unemployed for two years. <laughs> so if we're being very realistic here, I've been unemployed for two years. But not like the bad unemployed, the productive unemployed. The graduate degree unemployed. That like that's one of those things where like people do it just to like make themselves feel good, but and like take they're actually a, not doing anything. A vacation. You've had a two year vacation. Don't tell people that. AKA Your job. And and school. So but <laughs> I worked very hard and I'm excited to work. Disclaimer. Does it make you feel kinda shitty when People like go have a job and then they also do this at the same time and they somehow find a way to make it work. Sean, let me tell you something important that will add context to everything. Sure. I haven't worn, aside from weddings, the past month, I haven't worn a belt <laughs> in the last three and a half weeks, I would say. Aside from weddings where I had to That wear is a, belt. a good barometer of what you've been doing lately. Like no belt life in buttons. I haven't dealt with belts or buttons in a long time. Aside from weddings, where it becomes like an extreme challenge. Where I'm like, what the fuck is that loop? <laughs> so, this is a good enough podcast. Hey. <laughs> Episode 33. The um, the recovery issue edition. Sure. Um, we got, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. We're here to talk about sports. We're here to talk about big life moves. Big life, big life events. Life. Um, one half of the good enough podcast. We're not going to tell you who. <clears throat> It was it was the guy that didn't wear like belts or I do wear belts. I had elastic in my pants for the three weeks, so I wasn't a person that a woman would say say yes to, so to speak. Um, but Sean, I'm engaged. It's pretty exciting. Our friendly neighborhood podcast partner is engaged to a woman to a to a to the voice that we've heard. That wasn't maybe. that wasn't a gay joke. It was like a just a woman that said right. yes. Like I think, 2017. I think we've heard Sarah's, I'll say her first name, um, a couple times on the podcast out of like, and then she'll get mad at us and tell her to edit her voice out, and we don't. We don't, because we don't have to do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Sarah, don't worry. We'll, 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 you realize it's going to take like 35 minutes of my time. <laughs> like three YouTube videos, uh, a couple tutorials on internet. Yeah. You weren't going to get yourself edited out. And now you're here forever. Because I'm assuming this podcast is going for the next 50, 60 years. Yeah. So Sarah's going to be like a bit part of it. Right. Now forever. She signed up for it. Yeah. She didn't know that like the engagement was her signing up. No, she had no idea. For a good enough podcast for the rest of her life. So yeah, her, this, the, it happened right here. Literally right where we are doing this podcast, an engagement went down. For people that aren't seeing this because you're listening. I'm just circling. It's, It's around a table. Yeah. And some chairs. A very romantic setting. I would deem it very romantic. You know, you can make it romantic. That's my argument. There's a computer computer adapter yeah. in the same exact spot like, he said he proposed. There's like dirty clothes like right next to it. He allegedly proposed his knee was on top of a computer adapter. <laughs> so I don't know how romantic that is. But she said yes. Like I I don't know what he did, but he got her. So yeah, that's how it happened. And then we went to Kenny Bunkport for the day. It was beautiful. That doesn't really sound like day. a real place. I know, it sounds weird. <laughs> Kenny Bunkport. That's a lot of syllables. A lot of syllables. Was it fun? You said it was a good time? You no, know, it, was, it was really, really nice. Damn. Not that it wouldn't be nice. Like, why would it be not nice? But it was very, it was like a really, really great day. So we had a nice time. It's exciting. So much has changed and nothing has changed at the same time. That's wow. what I tell people. 
That's such a canned statement. Oh my god, so canned. You read that's that fine. like somewhere yeah, on a probably, site that said like, did. "What do you say when you get engaged?" And that was like the first yeah. thing. And you just so took it. we haven't done any planning, and like literally <laughs> within the first like forty eight hours, I've had multiple people ask me, "When is your wedding date?" I'm like, are you, fuck you. Is it not a shotgun wedding? <laughs> like, I, mean, I thought you planned this shit. Like, is this is this how it's supposed to work? All right. Well, in my opinion, I think you did. All right, from a guy perspective, I think you did all the work you need to do. Yeah, I'm done. I think you're done. I think yeah. you just literally your next job is just stand there. Yeah. And then say what someone tells you to say. Tell me where to be, but don't tell me until the day of. Three days. Uh, give give seventy two hours. Yeah. Like be like, all right. Tell me the location. Like, oh, we're actually getting married in Mexico. Oh. Ah, okay. Hey, cool That's with me. Fine. Did you get my flight yet? If not, I can get it. <laughs> It'll be expensive because I yeah. I'm just finding out. But <laughs> no, I think that would be. I mean, from the guy, like, what does the guy need to do? Because honestly, we're not going to contribute to the actual. Plan. There are certain things that I will not contribute to, like the decor of what's happening. No. What what is what am I good for? You may have a word in the food. Yeah. That might be it. I've already I've already had one request for the food. Oh. And that is taco bar. Oh, that's I just, I just want tacos for everyone. I'm not gonna make the joke I've made on Sean the last probably the entire time I've known him. Yeah, that's so thirteen. Um yeah, that Sean's Mexican. Sean's actually Spanish. It's a very very lowbrow low offensive, offensive and not like it's not clever, but I'm still going to go with the joke with Sean's Taco Bar is, oh, of course you are. Of course I would, yeah. Of course you are. Yeah. But I'm expecting that to be a bomb Taco Bar. I but actually... Uh, I'll so, benefit. Um, one of the ideas, we were floating around ideas for where we we're going to have this wedding. And then it, my, my mind started racing. <laughs> um, and at first it was like, yeah, I really... I think we've talked about this before on the cast. Um Man, I really want to go to the the Creationism Museum down in Kentucky. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then Vito. I was I was with people, and they were like, you know, like, what is the Creationism Museum? I was like, oh, it's this museum, you know, whatever. It's like they believe that dinosaurs and humans coexisted. So I went on the website, and I didn't realize they have like a replica ark. So they have like a life size version of the fucking ark. <laughs> which is, I'm back on. Which is I'm back on board. So I'm like, all right. So how <laughs> sick would it be to get married on this fucking ark? <laughs> and then someone like, like, to shade me and was like, what you got to do is every couple has to dress up as an animal. <laughs> oh my god! And then single people, you pair up. So it's like, hey, you're a giraffe. <laughs> oh my god! And then you other person who's also single, you're a giraffe. This is, holy shit. So this is, I was this, initially this is how I want to get married. I was initially out, but I've never been more in. Oh, man. How like, good of an idea As long as I get a pick of my animal, right. like, I'm ha- like, I'm thrilled. Like, if I get a fucking snail, I'm going to be pissed. I but, think I think what ha- we've decided is on the website, because we just have a list of animals, and you can pick yours, but you have to, like, say, you have to, like, pick it. Yeah. This way, we, we don't want... Yeah, we don't want doubles. This, yeah, you don't want the burden also of, like... Doing yeah. that yourselves. Exactly. You have too much other stuff to work so, on. So, like, if there's going to be two giraffes, I only want two giraffes. We need to make this fucking legit. Can, like, the officiant ride into the wedding on an animatronic yeah. T-Rex? I want this to be awesome. <laughs> From a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> and do you guys say I do? And the T-Rex roars. <laughs> yeah, so so I kept going off on this idea, and... Um, I'm having trouble connecting uh, to the internet. Alexa, shut up. That was Alexa. She, she put... She participates in the podcast sometimes. Alexa has been broken for weeks. It's just a red circle. 
Um, uh, she's consistently had trouble. She's ruining the pod. Uh, okay. She does this, I will say she does this like once a day. Let's not say her name, but like talk shit about her. Yeah. Kind of how we do about most chicks. So, <laughs> but that chick over there yeah. is being a huge B. Yeah. I'll say that. So anyways, um, the more and more I was talking about this idea in front of Sarah, her mood went from, ha ha ha, this is funny, to, holy fuck. Like, he sounds like borderline, like, intrigued by this idea. And of course I'm not, but it's a really good idea. Why aren't you? <laughs> I got sold. I was initially out. I was like, man, that's irresponsible. But once I brought up the Ark, because the Ark would be sick. The Ark would be so dope. Like, we wouldn't even have to worry about tuxes or suits. I know. You just dress up like a... Fucking... A manatee. Yeah. I don't know how to dress up in a manatee. Just put on like a... You can dress up whatever you... A like, sofa. I don't care how you dress up. Yeah. It's just like... Just state what you are. Yeah. Damn. Fuck. This should be the wedding. I know. I'm actually going to petition for I'm going to talk to the Creation and the Museum, see if they do weddings. I doubt if they do. They have an ark. There's probably if space. An, if you have an ark and you built that ark, and I'm sure it didn't. It wasn't cheap. No. And you want to... You want to finance that somehow. Do weddings there. Oh, fuck. It'll probably give you a cheap like first time or discount. Yeah. Damn. So, well, that's that's the Sean update. Um, <laughs> it's the I wasn't wearing belts or buttons and mostly elastic bands around my waist, and Sean got engaged. So the I'm good doing, enough podcast. I'm doing real real life stuff, and you're just being a piece of shit. I, in time, on paper, I'm ready to, I'm ready to blow up, I on guess. paper. Okay. I'm having all right. <laughs> blow up's a, a, a gross exaggeration. Sure. But. Compared to what I've been living like, this will be a blow up. So, on Friday, I'm going to Greece. Which I'm very excited for. To which I didn't understand black people were there until Giannis Antetokounmpo came around the NBA. I will give you the <laughs> argument that I felt the same way. And you went there before me. I was there last year. Are Where there were... black people? Not a whole lot of black people. Not going to lie. So, would people... Now, next question is important. People will think you're Giannis Antetokounmpo. Thank you. That's all I want. He's, I think, 6'10. Let's not worry about the details. But I just want to make sure I will be recognized as an NBA player and could probably use that at restaurants and or bars. Maybe. I went to Mexico for my college spring break, and people thought I was Kobe Bryant. That's offensive in I was, so many it ways. It was very racist, but it was the beneficial racism. Yeah. There's been. <laughs> all right. Not to go on a tangent here, but there's good racism and bad racism. <laughs> when they think you're an NBA player, that's good racism. Like, at. When I was in college, people thought I played on a football team, and that was an advantage for me, even though I didn't play on a football team. <laughs> and that was wildly racist. It was. That. It was. But I used it. I was like, hey, I can be mad here, or yeah. I can use this to all the maximum like, effects that I can use it. It's a good, this is a good idea. Whereas, like, if they see me as John Santacupo in a restaurant, I'll be like, maybe I can flex a free dessert, free drink. Yeah, you're not going to get the full meal. but Yeah, like, I'm not even trying to get the full maybe meal. Maybe like one round of drinks? Yeah. And they'll be like, someone will pull up their phone and be like, that's him. That's him. Like, they'll actually look at the picture and be like, that's exactly him. Which, <laughs> they'll be like, oh, he's a lot darker and then like 11 inches shorter. But whatever. It's fine. We will get to the details. So I'm going to Greece. Um, and then as soon as I get back from Greece, I'm starting at my new job, which I still cannot state. Possibly will never state. Um... I mean, you don't have to. Like, I don't say what my job is. Yeah. Um, yours is... I'll just say it's slightly cooler than mine. Oh, you shush. I'm working at NASA. But You're working at NASA, and yeah. I'm going to be an astronaut um, on, 11, uh, on June 27th. I'd fly back from Greece on the 26th, becoming an astronaut on the 27th. Um, and then moving in with my girlfriend on July 1st. 
This so is big. This is a week. That's going to be a week coming up. It's going to be like a lot of lollygagging. Probably approximately two years, 720 something, 730 days of lollygagging. And then, and then all of a sudden, bang. And then fire. You're tossed into the flames. You'll get used to it. And you have to emerge out. I remember when I moved back to Boston. I moved back to Boston on Saturday. Moved into my girlfriend's place. Went to Ikea. Like, did the whole thing. And then on Monday, I was first day at work. Jesus. So it was just like a lot the first like few days. You're a tough guy, though. I'm not tough. I'm I don't soft. know how tough I am. I'm the toughest kid in school. You are the toughest kid in school. It's stated. Stated. By several yeah. people in our high school. Yeah. Um, so as the toughest kid in school, I can't match up to that. I'm... One of those things I'm going to do wrong. Like, I'm either going to, like, not do the end of Greece well. I'm either going to do my job poorly or I'm so, going to move in poorly. So something's going to go wrong. One of those three things is going to... Are you a little nervous One of those three is going to go wrong. Greece and your job are going to go well and then you realize at a process of elimination? Yep. I expect the moving to go shitty. Because that's <laughs> shitty. There's no good moving. There's no moving where everyone's, like, smiling. That's true. When Even are you though, moving in? What date? July 1st. Oh, shit. I'm not going to be there this weekend, that weekend. I'm not going to see you possibly ever again. I have a wedding that weekend in Atlanta. Whom? Where? Atlanta. What? Yeah. I don't know why I said whom to yeah. a, a location. I was but... said I was going to help you because, I mean, you actually helped me move here. So I did? Yeah. Oh, shit, I did. Jesus. I helped you move in your second. You did. Less. So we're, like, sort of even. So I don't feel that bad that yeah. I can't help you. But... No, it's okay. Um, damn. Um, no, that's... What's in who's, Atlanta? I've never been to... One of Sarah's friends. I... Now, Sarah, we can say her name on the pod because yes, she's affiliated with it now, officially, right. by uh, by blood now. Um, I was in Atlanta once when Ebola was still happening. I know this is unrelated right now, but the two people in the U.S. that had Ebola. Oh, that's right. They were in Atlanta. They brought them to Atlanta the same day I flew into Atlanta. Did that get you nervous? So I was concerned. I, I went to Jersey Mike's Subs. Which is the, probably the worst place to go when you Where's think Ebola. Jersey Mike said, it's been. like a sub shop, but better than like Subway. A lot okay. better. I never been. I heard about it. It was good. And I was like, well, one, it's a lot of people using their hands on this like food in Ebola around physically. Physically, but it's two within fifty mile radius. But two, I've never had Jersey Mike's before, so my hands were tied. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> do I get this Ebola a little bit, but enjoy the sub? How was the sub? It was dope. Like I, is, I don't know what Jersey Mike's is. It was just like a good sub. Like I like feel a, like the bread was better. The, this is like an Atlanta thing. I think it's like a not. I feel like it's Jersey. I'll assume. Maybe just one in Jersey. It's like weird. I'm like in Jersey every now and then. I've never even heard of this. Place. Maybe you're not. I'm in, not. You're, maybe you're not Jersey. in real, real, real Jersey. Okay. Maybe fair you're in like unauthentic Jersey. That's fair. Shout out to new podcast member Sarah. Um... That's why you're in Jersey. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, well, I put our government location on there, but it's right. fine. Um, yeah, but anyways, did that and didn't get Ebola. So that was my interaction with Atlanta. So you'll like it there. Because I, I probably won't get Ebola. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I haven't been in the city at all. The airport's nice. Oh. Hmm. Every now and then we hear, in case anyone heard that, loud thuds um, above us. Um <laughs> Again, not to keep using your name, but Sarah's convinced it's a murderer. And it gives her pause to live here, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Committed to a couple more years. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that could have been the murder, what we just heard. Yeah, but it, it happens so frequently. If every time I hear a big thud that he's murdering, then I'd be very concerned. Th- that sound, That's, no one heard that except us, that but it sounded like, like moving a body. 
No, that sounded like moving furniture. But well, the how first, often are you moving furniture? That's the thing. And it's happening so often that I'm just confused by it because, right, I don't ever move furniture. No. Unless you're moving or like... Once cage. a week? How often do you hear that sound? Uh, I would say twice a week. Oh, it's, it's how in, often are you moving this table we're sitting at? Never. Yep. I think I move this couch over to us once a year when we put our Christmas tree near it. So once a year I move furniture. So not twice a week. Not twice a week. Is what you're saying. Okay. So he's probably a murderer. So we just, I mean, we're complicit now, right? Because we just like heard it and then like assessed and recorded it. So we have, I mean, we're going to be used in the the case, aren't we? Yeah, I don't have as much pause as as she does, um, but I've certainly wondered, maybe I'm the wrong one. Oh. You know? What if he's just like weekly, like twice a week, just filling a bag of gifts for sick children and moving the bags around? Yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know. The benevolent asshole. So? <laughs> so, on to the topics for this week's podcast, <laughs> which we haven't gotten into at all. This was always like freestyled. Um, we could talk briefly about, because it was, it was a brief ass series, the NBA yeah. Finals. The NBA Finals, I hyped up in my brain because big NBA fan. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, two immovable objects facing off against each other. But everyone knew time. it was going to happen. I tricked myself, though. Yeah, I think the people who tricked themselves only tricked themselves because they wanted to not face reality. All right, it was true. But then, well, I, I missed game one because I was on a plane. But as soon as I got off and I watched highlights, like, the world smacked me in the face. It was pretty obvious which team was better than the other. Yeah, it seemed very apparent early um, that <laughs> the Golden State Warriors weren't bad. Yeah. And if I hear <laughs> any sort of, like, you know, anecdote or whatever of just basically being, oh, like, LeBron lost again in the finals. Like, Brandon, I haven't really heard much of that. I thought I would, and I haven't really heard much of that. You must not uh, be on Twitter. Is it all on <laughs> It's Twitter? a mess on Twitter. Because, like, uh, on most of the websites I've been on, as far as, like, ESPN, Deadspin, The Ringer, or whatever, it, it's been fairly, like, yeah, this was to be expected, and this is not LeBron's fault. He fucking averaged a triple-double. A, a dominant triple-double. A do- not, like, not, not the like, Rondo triple-double. Right. Not a fucking... Exactly. The 10-10-10 triple-double. I mean, he was facing potentially the greatest team ever assembled. I wouldn't... All right. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about this. To, le- to lead in, I'll, I'll say, this is a good segue... My dad called me today um, to talk about the series. Like, he, he wanted to talk about it, but he was the like... The 72 fucking Lakers are the best team in his opinion. Let me tell you, fathers... <laughs> something's up. I hope I'm like this, honestly. But fathers are just idiots. They like, love them. So old-timey. They're just like... I get I get their brain is just set in one time, but like, come on now. He was just... <laughs> so here are the two things that he said to me that we argued about. First thing, he was like, oh, LeBron just should have drove the ball every time. Okay. Thanks. And just scored every time. Thanks for that high, like, oh, oh. high degree of analysis. Thanks, Dad. You want him to average 96 points a game, <laughs> driving the ball every time and not passing it once. He was, he was like, oh, when Zaza left, you should have took it. I was like, Zaza left? <laughs> Zaza was stopping LeBron from going to the basket? Father, who claims he knows NBA? Then the second thing he said was, you know what could have stopped the Warriors? Will Chamberlain. Oh, God. <laughs> and I, I almost put him on mute. I almost just let him talk and then like put the phone in my pocket. That was pretty old timey. So that that was that. I mean, I could have been worse. Could have been like you know, Bob Pettit. <laughs> <We're> really, <laughs> get George Mikan out there. Yeah. <laughs> he could have showed them what for. So all right, I was actually thinking about this. So how do how does one do 
give a degree on greatest basketball team ever? If you had to like put like intangibles, what how, what is important? Well, I think I mean you got to think about relativity. You got to think about like in your era, because sure. obviously if you threw the current Warriors into 1972, they're going to be monsters. But if you threw those same people growing up in 1962, working like three jobs, including the NBA, they wouldn't be as good, and they wouldn't shoot threes, and they wouldn't. Steph Curry would have probably been killed in the game because he's like very wispy and like soft. Yeah, I mean. So, I was thinking about this today, and I was like, all right. If you're thinking about awesome, fantastic, super teams of all time, I want them to be stupendous in the regular season, stupendous in the playoffs, and have transcendent players on their team. That fits the Warriors' bill. It does. (laughs) And I was thinking of other teams, and I was like, all right, so, all right, the Heat teams. And they went to two game set. They both of their championships. They won the Eastern Conference Finals in Game Seven, and yeah. then a championship in Game Seven. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy for them. No. And I almost like ah, like that almost crosses them out. So then the 0-1 Lakers. All right, they had the transcendent players. They went sixteen one in the playoffs, but they were kind of shitty in the regular season. Granite Shaq was injured, and so I'm like ah. And so now we're at the ninety six ninety seven Bulls. So this is a team that all right. So yes. They won 72 games in the regular season. Obviously, they had transcendent basketball players. They went to game six, but still, that's... You got to... It was a gentleman's game six. Yeah, you probably got to start there. Um, But the Warriors have those sort of intangibles. Great regular season, 67 wins. A quiet 67. Quiet 67. 67 is like the top seven of all time. Kevin Durant missed 20 of those games. Um... And then a 16-1 playoffs. Uh, and then I, transcendent players, they obviously checked that off as well. I mean, you have to... I don't know. Is it crazy to think that you put them in that argument of, you know, 80, 86 Celtics, 87 Lakers, 96-97 Bulls? They're the best team of all time, Sean. Do you think the Warriors are? Ask any... All right. I know it's hard to say, like, put, like, one, like, this team in this era and say, like, perform and make them equivalent. But ask any team to, like, give the 96-97 Bulls two years to adjust his style. And then say, all right, play the Warriors. Right. 4-0. That's the thing. You know, it, it, it's crazy because the, the 90s were only 20 years ago, but you watch basketball back then. It, it's just a very different game. Hi, Sarah. Oh my god, she she's here! We're probably going to cut this out. So. Show for a minute. Hey, Sarah. Sarah. Hey. We uh, we had to take a little break for Sarah to come in. I had to give Sarah a hug to congratulate you her. You haven't seen her. Yeah, actually, you haven't seen me before. So. I haven't seen either. I, uh, oh, actually, let's talk about when I first... I know we're completely cutting <laughs> off the NBA discussion. <laughs> Fine. As we tend to do. But when I saw you today... I was... Uh, I first texted you saying, where the fuck are you? Mean. And then I walked into the liquor store, and there you were. Buying Sean a birthday present. Yeah. Not an engagement gift. And then the person who works at the store, who I see, because I'll go there, you know, maybe, like, once every other week. So I, like, know him at this point. Um, and he was like, what, what the fuck's going on? Who's this guy? Like, who's this friend? He's like, oh, a special occasion. And then I was like, oh, I got engaged. Like, oh, he was gosh. wrapping the drink. Yeah. Like, in wrapping paper that I got you. So that was nice. Um, but back to the NBA. Uh, 
We were just we started having a sad conversation outside of the. Uh... Oh yeah. So, how good are like the the afterthought players on the Warriors? Yeah. So I the fact that your bench. I mean, one thing you know they're just going to keep filling their center position with whoever. It doesn't goons. really matter. Random goons. goons. Zaza, David West, Javale, Javale McGee. It doesn't really matter. But as far as like, all right. So we all know Iggy's just awesome. Iggy's really good. Um, Finals MVP. Sean Livingston, a very good basketball player. I'm so happy to see him play every single time he right. plays. And the fact that he doesn't have only one one leg. <laughs> they almost cut his leg off. Um, and then we were just talking about how McCaw's a very good basketball player and yeah. is going to be a very good that basketball sucks. player. That sucks. They just draft really well. And so they dr- drafted this. Actually, I think they... You know what happened? I think the... I could be wrong on this. The Bucks drafted him and... Yeah. Uh, Picked him up. They traded him for um, cash consideration, which oh, is no. the biggest slap in the You're face. You're right. Cash. Fucking a bag of money. It's like, here, here you go. We'll I picture you cash consideration. $200,000 if we can just have him. Like, do they just do that via, like, Venmo? Like, how do they do the cash considerations transfer? Do they, like, like, send a, a salary cap? Like, how does that work? A paper check in an envelope? <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, and he's a guy who, I checked his stats in the regular season average, 15 minutes a game. For a team like that, that's really impressive. And you're, you're basically like, you traded for a bag of cash. Yeah. So the it's fact not, that you're getting playing time and contributing. It's not crazy that the guy could average 20 minutes a game next year. And there's like the James Michael McAdoo's that right. are just rotting. He's two-time champ, James Michael go. McAdoo. Um, kicking himself, wondering why he, you know, wanted to play another year in college. I could see this being one of those things where like any of those scrub players, not scrub, but, you know, afterthought players that like, oh. go to other teams are just going to be Some just people are terrible. Yeah. I mean, we've already seen this, so Bogut had a really nice year this year. By nice year, I mean terrible. <laughs> Barnes um, didn't have a bad year. That's true. Vestas Azilis, uh, did he play? He, I don't think he played at all. I don't think he... Nope. Um, <laughs> so this is going well for ex-Warriors um, players. I mean, it's... Like... I would I would say it's well from like a financial standpoint because they're getting yeah, like that check. That. Like Harrison Barnes got that check, and he may never be a relevant player again. Yeah. I mean, how, how like how many beers? I remember like when the Warriors won their first championship, there was like a highlight that Harrison Barnes never drank before. Like they were like he's <laughs> never had a beer, and he had his first beer. Like I was like, oh my god, he's his lips are going to touch a fucking Red's Apple Ale, <laughs> and your boy is just going to be flummoxed and. And I was thinking, like, him this year watching that Warriors team where they basically, like, traded him for Kevin Durant. Not a bad trade, by the way. And watching the Warriors team do what they did. And he's just at home with a fucking bottle of whiskey, (laughs) flipped upside down, two years later, just alcoholic. I'll say this. I don't think he feels too bad. I mean, he is making, I think, close to, like, $20 million a year. I mean, no, he's very rich. Um, But he strikes me as a guy that, like, doesn't want to spend, like, he put ninety like if he made ninety eight million, he put ninety seven into a uh, a savings account or some not a savings account, an investment account. Probably and maybe like, like own right? maybe owns like a few Johnny Rockets or yeah. something like that, and like invest in like a museum, like something like that. I don't know, but Harrison Barnes is not the type to like to go buy him. a yacht, like do some be on the next ESPN thirty for thirty broke. I would definitely buy a yacht if I had that type of money. Talk about. All right, say you were 19 and you got a $98 million contract. How fast would you be dead? I don't know. Not dead, but, like, close to dead. 
What would I buy? I don't even know what I would buy. I like I like don't know yeah. what I would buy. I would like if you got if someone just came up to you with like a check for ninety eight million dollars and you were, they were just like all right bye. What would you do the next day? I was just in Nantucket this weekend, and I know I think we sort of talked. Maybe we didn't. Um, we talked offline. But off basically, pod. I would probably now that I'm in that that gear, I'd I would buy a little bungalow in Nantucket. The fuck is a bungalow? Yeah, it'd be the whitest thing in the world. But it'd be great. Is that like a thing white people get bungalows? Yeah, I mean, I, I use bungalow as a term, but what I is a bungalow? We're supposed to like really narrow down on just a bit. Like, okay, a house. I would buy a house in Nantucket be awesome when you could come all the time can i in nantucket sure i was just off offline i was telling when i went to nantucket (laughs) this weekend and there was this moment where i saw four white males in blazers playing shuffleboard arguing at each other about shuffleboard and that at that moment i was like (laughs) these people on nantucket who are white in blazers, playing shuffleboard and yelling at each other. That is the whitest thing I've ever seen. And I'll be honest, that didn't make me want to come to Nantucket. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, oh, that sounds, that doesn't sound fun. That doesn't sound like a thing I'd want to be doing on a night. I like shuffleboard. I've worn a blazer. I've argued. But I don't think I could do it again. Holy shit. I think it was the word blazer. Can we kill Alexa? She heard me again. I said her name. Fuck. It's yeah. like Voldemort. Yeah, you can't say it. I know. It's like literally Lord She who Voldemort. cannot be named. She who could not be named. Yeah. You like? Did you know when you were getting Alexa? Oh, shit. Oh, she didn't hear me. Did you know when you were getting it, the thing, that you knew it was going to be just this much of a, a demon? No. Um, Sarah was very excited about it. And then Ooh, it's Sarah. Turned, it's turned out to be a complete dud. One thing, it doesn't know where we live. It doesn't matter how many times you tell it. I think that's it, like its times. main job. Right. Uh, every time we ask him for the weather, it says gives us the weather for Woburn, Massachusetts. I can't pronounce that. That's not even here um, at all. Yeah, for the last few weeks, it said it can't connect to the internet, even though every other appliance works perfectly fine. <laughs> our TV's fine. Our internet is perfectly fine. All of our cell phones are just doing. Comp- My phone is thriving. Yeah, thriving. Uh, yeah, she can't. She struggles. Okay. So, yeah. You, it's, this is a, re- a review on, on Amazon.com. Yeah, Alexa, you... Shit. You said it. Oh, she couldn't good. even hear we're it. Good. Oh, my okay. God. That was good. She's not even I keep, you gotta, an efficient you hearer. About it. But, yeah, Voldemort over there. Um, all right, so the NBA... We'll just call the NBA dead. Yeah. Until... I'll 2019. Say, I'll go 2020. 2021. Okay. We'll, we'll be, like, conservative here. Um... So I want to bring up this study I read that is concerning, but also you, we talked offline about it. Sounds like it makes a little bit of sense, but CNN threw out a thing that said if you eat fried potatoes more than twice a week, you're likely to like basically inc- double your risk of death. I don't disagree with that. Double? Oh, Double's yeah. heavy. Double's a little ridiculous. But you made a good point when you said it. Like, listen, if you're eating french fries three times a week, that means you're also sort of a piece of shit. <laughs> Hot take. Burn burn through the, your headphones right now. And pieces of shit tend to die quickly. Wow. <laughs> if you weren't dead off the, the original statement, that last <laughs> knife twisted inside of your heart. Was that mean? That sounded mean. It was mean. So, some people might be overweight listening to us. Eating 
some people might be listening to us eating french fries right now. Yeah, that's fine. That means they're just, like, fucking no, going to die. Maybe it was their first time this week. If what if it was exactly number three? I mean, my argument would be it's Wednesday. So if you've already had three things of fries this week, you're probably going to die soon. <laughs> that's actually fair. If you've had fries every day this week. Every fucking day. Then, you, yeah, you kind of don't deserve have to Have you live. had fries this week yet? I haven't had fries this week. Neither have I. I've been working on my health, actually. So a side note. I've been eating... You'll be actually impressed with this. I've been eating for breakfast, like while I've been wearing a lot of elastic around my waist and no belts or buttons. I, before you go into your like self praise bullshit, um, <laughs> I would like to remind you that you haven't had a fucking job in two years and you've been out of school for over like almost a month. What? So the fact that you like have the time to like take care of yourself, well, no shit. Well. <laughs> I am literally an ember burning. <laughs> like, Sean shot a fire, like a flamethrower at my body. So, oh, the sorry. remnants of my body that can still speak will say, <laughs> I don't even feel, I don't feel good about it anymore. I mean, I'm going to relapse. I'm going to have French ass. fries for breakfast tomorrow. What I said was mean. I'm going to eat, uh, I've been eating bananas and kind bars every morning and water. Okay. It's a weird diet, but that's fine. It's weird. I didn't know I wanted it until I went to school one day when I, when I was still in school. And I was like, I need to grab something quick. And like, I grabbed a Kind Bar and like a banana was right at the register. Like Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Have Sarah, you heard of it? Sarah, I know you don't want your voice to be on the podcast, but Kind Bars, in the yes or no shaking of your head, are those healthy or no? Fuck. She's shaking her head Fuck. no. Fuck. What? What? Yeah. Sarah, Sarah also... They're like candy bars. She said they're like candy bars. So much sugar in them. Well, so much sugar in them. your boy, me, is going to have to reevaluate some things. Sarah once got this app on her phone that it was essentially a, a barcode scanner that could scan all the barcodes in our apartment <laughs> to tell you how terrible they were for you. And then she did it just on my stuff and basically came back with the synopsis on, Sean, you will die soon because all the stuff that you use is awful. So she just wanted that ring. She just wanted to fucking tell me that I was going to die. But, like, but ipso facto, she doesn't want you. No, she wants, <laughs> she wants my, my worst life insurance policy. I think <laughs> she's convincing me to die in two years. That's love, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's love in 2017. You're just try, <laughs> trying to maximize your return. Exactly. On the time you spent in us pieces of shit. So now recent information has come out that kind bars aren't good. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm diet, rattled. I'm you're rattled. Diet, you're being on a good health kick. What the fuck is good food? I don't know what good food is. I'm uh, mad. I'm again, upset. Again, Sarah and I have this argument. I might storm off. Basically every day. Where I'll be like, yeah, this is okay. And she's like, no, this is terrible for you. She also has convinced everything is terrible for you except water. <laughs> and the water has to be like... It's not regular fil- water? Very filtered. What if you drink from the tap? No, that's uh, terrible. You're yeah. fucked. You're gonna die. It's like we're in Flint. If we drink water, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So if you drink water every day and that's it, that's <laughs> the only way you'll live. But obviously, what about then the... you'll die because then you won't eat food. So how do you not die? You don't. Oh, you just so that's... die. And we found out why humans have a life expectancy. Right. So everything we eat will just kill us. Yeah, basically. So why don't you we just eat what we enjoy? Touche. It's like, all right, what's I'll be honest. Let's get let's get introspective here. 
how I don't really want to live super long. Right. Like eighty four is good. Oh, oh, anything over that is not good. If I'm eighty seven, I'm just like yo, yo. Every morning I'm just like fuck. <laughs> I just wake up, I'm just like god damn it. Have you ever? I'm not gonna actively. Have you ever spent time with anyone over ninety? Yes, it's the worst. A, they they're don't, the worst. They don't do anything. They're like non. Yeah, their their day is filled with nothing, and it is a chore to do nothing. Yeah, it like it's it hard is, for them to do nothing. It's a fucking grind. Like to do nothing. To do absolutely nothing is a fucking grind. How awful does that sound? Terrible. Like, I don't do much, but it doesn't take much out of me, and I love it. And even when you don't say if you are doing a lot, you can always have that thing in the back of your head you know what soon i'm going to not be doing a whole lot and, and it i won't can relax be... relax Does if it... relaxing is a grind <laughs> <laughs> what do you do to relax <laughs> i'm about to take your computer and jump in the bathroom <laughs> you inspired me to not live very long and i'm thank you for that very very much i i it's just an that argument. was amazing right now if if Doing nothing is a grind. What's the point? <laughs> I, I don't know. What if, what if that happens at like 52? That's, that's the concern that one would have. <laughs> like, all right, granted, like, we're eventually all going to have like kids and shit. But like the kids will be like, they'll be cool for a minute. And then like they're going to be like, ah, I don't really want to hang out with them anymore. Oh, they don't want to hang out with you, most importantly. They'll want to be done with you. Yeah, you sound depressing, but that's fine. You could be, you sound like the type of, like, now you sound like that guy who's like, oh, how'd wind die? Oh, he carbon monoxide poisoning, he killed himself. Was he, like, depressed? Not really. He just decided it was over. It was stopped. <laughs> it's like when you just, like, you're playing a game, and then you just put down the controller and turn off the system. Right. There's like, no, like, period. Like, you don't hit, like, a checkpoint. No. You don't, like, win or you don't lose. And you never play that game ever. And then you just throw it away. Yeah. You just throw it in the garbage. Well, how was that game? That was fun for a I while. Stopped. I've got, like, 48% through oh, it. Did you get bored with it? I got bored with it right right when it stopped. Not before that. <laughs> the exact moment. exact moment. And then I just stopped. It's like when Forrest Gump was running. And then he just stopped. And then he just stopped. And then everyone wanted to know why he ran and why he stopped running. He couldn't. It was just like, what? And that's life, folks. Yeah. That's life. All right. <coughs> Flipping the subject. Oof. That was deep and we did. idiotic at the same time. I know. I think we got... Uh, I mean, if someone... If we... <laughs> I don't want to say that. I was like, if there was someone on the ledge, and we... <laughs> give that little nudge. No. Um... <laughs> shaking her head in just disbelief of what we're saying. She's now contractually obligated to, like, as a member of the podcast. So. Right. Sucks for her. Um, so, friend Craw, who was supposed to be in the pod that one night, but we got too drunk. Sure. The wedding weekend. Uh, had a question. This is probably this probably required a bit more research and maybe used for a future pod, but I want to throw it out now. Because it's a good question. Uh, he said, what were the 90s and 2000s songs that did not get enough love? Oof. That's a big question. It requires like actual time, but I want to like get, get knee jerk reaction. Alright. Um ninety songs that didn't get enough love. Like you know how we go to the bar he described this too. He's like, you know how we go to a bar and we just hear like this is how we do it. Yeah, and we then, do like, hear a lot of this is how we do it. And then like Fat Man Scoop and like 
it's, like, it's, we it's get so it. weird that like certain songs that I was like, I don't remember this song being popular. And for some reason, every time I go to the bar, you know what song um, drives me insane? Uh, Poison. Oh, yeah. He what? actually, he, he said that. Why does that song come on? That was the one he said. He actually said like, Poison. And... Was that song fucking popular at one point? Because I don't remember it being popular. Nope. And then now I go to the bar every fucking time. It's a jam. I don't like. I like it, but it's not. It doesn't deserve every single time we come to the bar. Um, I would say any R. Kelly song that isn't remixed to Ignition, because we've all heard that all the time. I wouldn't mind hearing. I believe I can fly. Yeah. At like one fifteen. Granted, I'm not out the bar that late anymore. If I went to a bar and they played "Trapped in the Closets" parts one through holy shit. What if that was just the night? That was the night. That was the bar night. It'd be great. Holy shit. We're changing the game right here. Um, or if they, like, bump and grinds. Like, yeah. there's just so many different yeah, songs. Yeah, there's so many R. Kelly songs that we don't hear. And, like, so it, like instead of playing Remix of Ignition next time, which I love, by the way. Great, great I mean, song, hit. Um, just just play another one. I, I think, you know, instead of playing the A track of certain artists, play the B track. And sometimes the B track it's just is, like, good. 1B. It's, like, 1A, 1B. Right. And like I feel like the bars are just always. I mean, we we're bar veterans. We've been to the bar a couple times, and we've heard Fat Man Scoop, Crooklyn Clan. You got a twenty dollar hit, Billy. Put your hands up. Yes. God, I hate that song. That's the. That's when I know it's time to go. Actually, when I hear that at bars uh, now, I will actually be honest. When I hear those types of songs, it's like, yeah, this bar's too young for me, and I just walk away. Yep. And then like, but what? And then this is how we do it. Like when it's Friday, I get it. Like it's an easy layup for. Like the fucking DJ, but we can do better. Yeah, there are a lot of hits, like a lot, and whether it's whatever genre, there are hits. Like I if, agree. You're, if you're playing, you know, even like I was thinking, like uh, it's a great karaoke song, but it's like don't want to miss a thing. Great but, song, great song. Like I, I'm not saying you got to fucking bump and grind to it, but like, oh, well, Sarah's we lost Sarah. Um, she was upset at this topic, apparently. Not the depressing one about suicide, but <laughs> this one's the one that got her. Um, but, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I just want to hear different music at the bar. Like, I get top 40 is going to be played, which I'm fine with. But okay, you got to play the top 40. A little hip-hop, like, new and hip-hop. I get that. And then you're going to go to the 90s, and then it's... Yeah. But I want to hear, like, there are plenty of good songs in the 90s. Right. From every genre. And I'm just like, what... It was a, that's why it was such a good question. I was, like, thrown off. I was like, I can't even think of any off the top of the head. So, anything, I, I mean, you had a good, I mean, what you said was good, like the R. Kelly, that would be a nice night, that would be like a nice bar just theme all night. all R. Kelly songs except for Remix, again, I love Remix to Ignition, but we're just, we're getting we too to used to one. it. Make it, like, special. Right. Like, Remix to Ignition is not special anymore, like, I expect it now. Right. Like, I, I was at a wedding, and it was a live band, and I was just like, we're like four songs away from Remix to Ignition, <laughs> and guess what? We were fogs away from Remix to Ignition, <laughs> I nailed it. And I was like, that's not good. They did, they crushed it. It was a good... I'm sure they did a great job. It was job. a good rendition, but I was very mad that I was able to predict that because, like, the cover band... Like, you were in a cover band. I was in a cover the band. The cover band circuit... What I will say is that you guys did unique songs mixed with, like, very... No. You did, did some You did some unique mixed with some very common. So, um, not to dive into, like, what it was like being in a cover band for a while, but I remember... I think there was this period of time where we weren't we were playing songs and we were playing at bars, but we weren't like 
the 10 to 2 bar yet. Like, we, we hadn't made that jump yet where we were like, oh, you're going to come here and you're going to start at 10 and you're going to end at, like, 1.30. And then all of a sudden it happened. All of a sudden we got our first, like, come play, you know? And at that point we had, like, 20 to 25 songs. And in order to make that work, we needed to get, we realistically needed to get to 45 songs. So we basically had, like, this set amount of time, and it wasn't a long time, to basically learn 20 songs. <laughs> And so, like, yeah, I would have loved to play these interesting, fun, cool, unique songs. But when you're under the gun, it's like, all right, what songs can we play from the fucking 90s and early 2000s that are four chords and that we can learn in, like, seven minutes? <laughs> and that's what we're going to do. So then, then you learn them, and then it's like, well, we know these songs. And then all of a sudden, you're like, holy fuck, we are playing the exact same goddamn songs that every other <laughs> band is playing it was it, it was. happened just like that all of a sudden it's like i'll never be that cover band that plays that fuck those same songs that every other cover band plays and then before you know it there you are that's i mean but well when i did when i hopped on stage with you guys i feel like you did unique songs yes you know and songs. we did have some unique songs like my like in granted like kings of leon or fucking the, I mean, we we tended to open up sets usually with I Mumford mean, and Sons wasn't Mumf- very Mr. Brightside. I mean, crazy. Yes. Quite literally, if you're a cover band, you're <laughs> you'd be shot dead if you didn't play um, that song. Maybe play Mr. Jones. There you go. I like um, that one. Then we would play um, "Use Your Love" by the <laughs> Outfield. Name another Outfield song. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they were called Outfield. Like uh, this will be hard. Um, and yeah, so we like there were some songs that you could just check off like oh that's a cover band song. It's it's bad now because any of these songs that not that I ever really liked a lot of these songs, but now if I hear them on the radio, I have to literally turn it off <laughs> because I'm like no. When I'm running around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that happens to me too because I would go to all your shows yeah. and just be a creep. But yeah. <laughs> that's another that's another episode of the podcast. How to monitor, how to take advantage of your friend's success <laughs> by, by me, Winston. Um, but I also think, like, being, like, part of a cover band, like, you, not say you guys specifically, but you have a responsibility to, like, make sure the night's awesome. Right. Like, granted, like, DJs are always good. Like, in my opinion, DJs are great, but a really, really good cover band is better than a DJ. I think a very good, and we've... You know, now that, like, I've been in that circuit, I'll, like, go, and I'm like, oh, I wonder how these guys are. But we saw a band last weekend, and I'm like, yeah, they're all right. And then I asked Sarah, I'm like, yeah, they're okay. What do you think? She's like, oh, they're better than you. Wow. I'm like, all right. Well, that, that hurts. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I was in the, in the there, trenches with, with Sarah back in the day. There was that one cover band that would play, and I know you know, they were like a rap cover band. I yeah. forget the name of it. What Green were they? Line Inbound. They were, I still think about them often. Because I, and this was when we were a cover bands, and we we saw Scouted them play them. a couple times, and we were like, holy fuck, they're so much better. A, they're so much better than us. And B, they're playing songs that no one else plays. Yeah. They're, like, they're playing, playing these stuff. like complex rap songs. And hey, Ma. Like, um, and actually had rappers that could like back it up. Yeah. And... Uh, that was a shot at me, but it's fine. But no, 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 that was I a was shot. The, like I was the like, band rapper. Come up for like one or two. So like they were like yeah, they had rappers every, every right. song. But I mean, I liked you guys. I thought you guys. 
<laughs> that wasn't a shot. I actually did like the band, R.I.P. But never dead. Stereo drive by. Stereo drive by. Um, so we had we had some questions. Okay. Now we're getting questions repeatedly from people that listen to the podcast, like the six of them. Um, so they're actually interesting. They're very off the rails. Okay. So I'll start with the juiciest one first in case we run out of time or we just stop feeling answering sure. questions. Um, a woman asked us and said, she said, honestly, she just looked at me dead in the eyes, wasn't trying to like ask a weird question and said, how often do men think about sex? I hate this question. I know. Because it's like, this is like, I know, that's why like I picked it. a cosmopolitan it. question. I, she said, this is a cosmopolitan question. Ugh. Literally. I know, I didn't, like, but I said, I said there's layers to it because there's different points of man's life where you think about it a lot I bet more. if I were, um, 19. So, yeah. Like, if you're like 18, 19, you're thinking about it, like, it directs your life to a degree. I agree. Damn near, well, you're basically 30. I'm damn near so 30. So, like, I'm 30, and, like, I've been in a committed relationship for over six years. It's, I'm it's in like, five. Here's the thing, and, like, it's, like, it's not, like, that I'm, like, it's, like, it's, like, awkward to talk, like, but, like, it's, like, now it's, like, it's way more than just that, you know what I mean? So, it's, it's like. It's beautiful. It, He's engaged, it's, folks. I know, He's it engaged. sounds really cheesy. It's amazing. Um, but it's just, like, you know. It's the whole kit caboodle. Right. That's how I would describe it. So, like... I told her, like, two washed folk would be answering this. And right. this isn't me at 22 where I'd be like, every 12 hours, pussy, or, like, something horrible like that. Right. But, like, that's actually a little bit for, like, a 22-year-old, actually. But, like, now, yeah, similar spot. I've been in a relationship for five years, and, I mean, it's just like, yeah, I just put it all in the same bucket. Right. Like I put everything exactly. It's like you're not like thinking about any of these things like with laser focus or individually. No. It's this like whole package thing. But if you're dealing with like a 19, 20 year old, yes, they think about it every like seven minutes, and they're not reputable humans. So you shouldn't be around them. Yeah, that's fine. And that's I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably not nineteen or twenty. So if you are, like, I'm sorry. If you're a girl, nineteen, twenty, thank you for listening. But also watch out. Yeah, they're not good. Why are you listening to this if you're not? Yeah, please stop. To ask your parents to tell you to stop. Um, second question. We're, I told you we're switching off the rails pretty quick. Um, so my buddy said, it's actually an interesting question. Uh, why do different people sweat more than others? I know I feel like that's a bio- biological question, but he was asking it from just like a social perspective. Like when you're out somewhere and like you just see that dude sweating. We all have friends that sweat more than others. I can think of one. We're not going to name I actually one. can't. I don't know who you're... Well. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think that some things are related to other, like, size. Sure. Like, Maybe effort. Just, right. Effort if you're dancing is, out there, if you're... You know those people who, like, you'll go out at night and, like, you'll be like, wow, that person's putting a lot more energy into this than I am. Not even dancing. It's just, like, they're just, moving like, quick. They're moving. They're, like, talking to everyone. They're, like, they're yelling. Not, not trying to find a seat at all. No. I often try to find a seat. Right. Now. Those people tend to sweat more. So... Like I, aside from the biology of it, I think you're like if you're sweating more anywhere, like it doesn't even have to be like at the bar, but it could be just like I think you're just trying harder, like you're just putting in too much effort and things you don't have to put that much effort into. That's our yeah. Thing. It's like you know, save yourself for the playoffs type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's January twelfth in Milwaukee. Right. Why you're working this hard? Exactly. Playoffs are in April, bro. Play thirty three minutes. <laughs> 
Get your get nice... your like average and then go to the bench. Yeah. You may not be like at the percentage you want to be, but whatever. Get it back in February. I agree. Nice. I think we're doing well again on these. Um so a guy I know who was who's venturing into dating apps says like every now and then he like encounters a girl on the dating apps that say like, you know, what do you like to do? And one of the things is like travel. And he was like, Is travel actually a hobby? Travel's a hobby <laughs> for people who can afford it. Sure. But like but is it like when you're when you fly on a plane and then land, is that part of your hobby? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought see, about that. I see the point. So the point is like, I hate traveling. Yeah. It's terrible. Is that a hobby? No. Traveling's the worst. I like being at the spot that <laughs> yes. I am getting to. Yeah. No one likes the, like, do you like going to the airport and eating like I fucking. Love, I love that part. Wendy's? <laughs> like, or some bad Chinese food? Like, that's all I do at airports. I, um. You watch my iPad, like, Not on this bad Tuesday, Wi-Fi. but the Tuesday before that, I spent, um, give or take, Nine to ten hours in the Baltimore, Maryland. Airport. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! It was not that much fun. What did you do? So I got there, and I was with a coworker who was on an earlier flight. Who they were my only ride. I should have just like done something else. We're like, well, I mean, I don't have a ride there, and we're like forty-five minutes outside of the city. So I guess I'll come with you. And then so I got lunch with her, which was nice. And we went our separate ways, and then I did some work, and then I'm like, well, this is boring. And it's also, like, I'm in an airport. It just feels weird. I don't like, nah. So then I'm like, you know what? I'll go to the bar. This is, like, 3 o'clock. I got there at 11. Um, so I had two drinks, and then I was like, maybe I'll get another one. And I'm like, 3 is that number of, like, I'm now drinking by myself. You know what I mean? Like, so I didn't do that. Nothing's wrong with that, though. And then I went back to... And did a little more work, and then I'm like, so I got another, like, three hours left. <laughs> My flight got very delayed, so that also played a factor. Oh, this is giving me anxiety, just listening. So, no, I do not like traveling, is the point. Yeah, like, so I think point. people just do that. Yeah, he was just like, is that an actual fucking hobby? And I was like, that's actually horrible. Yeah. Like, you're a masochist if you like doing that. And last question um, was from a... A woman who her boyfriend went on a bachelor party and okay. he gave her very standard post bachelor party stuff where you give like the very brief rundown of what happened. Yeah, it was great. No, and we had fun. Everyone had a blast. <laughs> and you walk away and you go, Oh, yeah, you the call got hammered. You go to the bathroom, you just close the door, you don't come out for 45 <laughs> minutes and they don't hear anything. Um, that's the standard. That's my post bachelor party. Uh, but she was basically asking, like, how, what, what happens at the, the strip club? Uh, yeah, I would say what happens at a strip club when you're at a bachelor party is you find out which one of your friends are not that good of people. It like it, it sort of like bubbles into like it dissects into different group groups. There's like the ones that like sit in a corner like I don't really want to be here, and then there's the group that are like I mean we're here so we might as well have a good time, and then there's the group of people who are like. I'm so glad we're here. They disappear. Yeah, actually. and then they disappear. They you like, don't see them all they night. They scatter like bugs. Right. When the light the turns on. The people that you, if you go to a strip club and you don't see them for hours, they are, yeah. D- don't ask them questions because yep. they're going to give you shitty answers. We know a few. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, you, you, it's almost weird to talk to them about it. It's right. Like so, they don't, hey, man, where were you? And they're like, I was here with you for three hours. And I didn't like any of those three hours. And, like, it was, 
I was ready to leave after like 24 minutes. I bas- yeah, you got you got your one drink, which cost like $20. Yep. And then you were like, I'm a guy that goes to a strip club. And like, I, I'm very self-aware. I'm just like, man, they don't want to do this. I don't and I have this. conversations with yeah. them. I'm just like, hey, tell me your background. I'm like Drake. I'm just like, how can I, how can I help you? I can like give you someone's card and get you in like a, an industry that you would like to be in or something like that. But yeah, um, yeah I think of, you nailed it. One of the more recent times I went to a uh, strip club, it was for a bachelor party, and me and this other friend um, spent most of the time talking about Henry Kissinger, who was at one point. <laughs> Uh, the Secretary of State for Richard Nixon, and discussing his, uh, you know, uh, international relations policy. Perfect and strip club talk. <laughs> at one point, a stripper came up to us and, like, sort of partook a little bit. It was a little interesting. So that was one of the more interesting times. She got involved in the discourse? I mean, I, I, it was high level for her, but you know what? I, I respected it. I couldn't get involved in that. I barely knew who Kendrick Kissinger was. It's a great name, though. It's a, I thought it was a, it was a dude name. on Happy Days. You're thinking of um, the guy who played the Fonz. <laughs> I know it, his name actually does sound a lot like that. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was the Fonz you were talking about. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. The stripper's ahead of me. Um, and I think that's it for the questions. Oh, uh, our friend of, the, friend of the show, Matt, actually wanted to talk about this briefly. Um, he sent a highlight of the Tupac movie coming out, which... By the way, didn't know there was a Tupac movie coming out. Bad marketing. Not great marketing. And also bad marketing, um, when they were showing the trailer for the movie, uh, one of the things highlighted in it was a quote by Rolling Stone. The, uh, and I quote, the 10 best films to see in June. So, wow. not great. Not the best ringing endorsement. The, the only way that you're definitely going to watch it then <laughs> Is if you go to a movie every three days. <laughs> <laughs> On day 30 of the month. Fuck, what am I going to watch? I've already been to <laughs> nine movies this month. This movie, this theater only plays <laughs> ten movies. I guess I'll watch I'll see the goddamn Tupac bio- biopic. The, like, that's, the fact they threw this in there. Like, they threw it on the trailer. Like, it was a, a, like a, a, something to celebrate. What's, do we know what the movie's called? All Eyes on Me. I now have to see what the goddamn um, actual review The 10 are. best films to see in June by Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone had the gall. I would have been like, fuck y'all if you said I was I mean, one of the, the actual, I was one of the movies you could see in the theater. That's basically what it said. That's basically them saying like, if it hits August, don't see it. <laughs> if it hits your DVR or hits your on demand, avoid. Do not buy. Wait, what are the reviews on this? Do you have it yet? Go on Rotten uh, Tomatoes. I don't think it's been released yet. Oh, you don't have any reviews? I mean, it's one of the ten best films to see in June. So if you can figure out, like, what the other nine movies are, you could probably figure it out. You could probably create a number. What are you doing? It do- doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I would Wait, suggest. Wait, there's numbers. Uh, 7.5 and IMDb. That's a lie. That's not that bad. That's a lie. I will not. I will not accept that one. Uh, ooh, it's showing around here. Want to do it on June fifteenth? You want to do it? Should we go see it? I'm here. I'm here tomorrow. Could be a date. Uh, the Herald Sun, which I don't know where this is from. The Herald Sun, that Miami or Arizona? I don't know. 
Um, their title, their, all I can see is Tupac Shakur biopic is an abysmal dot dot dot. I can't see the rest of it. Is an abysmal, sloppy, spirit-sapping marathon. What? So that is the title. The words? The abysmal, sloppy, spirit marathon? Yeah. The spirit-sapping marathon? Yeah. Did you ever watch Notorious? I watched part of it. It was all right. It wasn't... I mean, the guy was doing a good job. I mean, basically, to be Biggie, you got to like, give yourself an asthma attack and talk. <laughs> no. Let me tell you. <laughs> you get also like a honey bun in your mouth. <laughs> which is the aesthetic that you need to have with Biggie. Uh, those are all the questions we had and all the things that people asked us to do. And you want to know a thing I'll say about this podcast? Last week I fucked up. Or last podcast I fucked up. Yeah. Uh, I ended up posting it two weeks late from the date it was done. And I remember like three days after I was like, hey man, <laughs> are you going like to post it? And then you're like, Yeah. Didn't and I was like, I'm not gonna bug him again. Like he should be responsible. It's like he should be a responsible adult, and I wasn't. And I'm apologizing to the public. People were wondering. People were like, they haven't posted in a while, and I was like, oh, we actually did this one two weeks ago. <laughs> and when like, you, that's fine. And then I realized we like talked about basketball. I'm like, well, this is completely irrelevant. basketball, but well before the finals. <laughs> and we were talking about like the fucking Raptors or something. Right. I don't even know. Like, huh? So what, how do you think the end of the season's gonna end? <laughs> You think Russell Westbrook will win MVP? Uh-huh. And now it's NBA Finals. So I apologize. I will get it posted tomorrow, tomorrow morning for your, your, your listening pleasure when you're at your desk slumming away. Hey. Well, I'm at, not at my desk slumming away. I will be at my desk slumming away. I'll be wearing pants that don't have belts or buttons in them. So pray for me, everyone. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> All right. Congratulations to, to podcaster Sean on engagement and pray actually pray for sarah because that poor girl signed up for a wild ride she's been through it all so all right guys thank you you. love you